All right. Let's see what other happenings we have in store today. Local happenings are Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner. It's coming up tonight at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. Now, where's Guy House Interfaith Center located? It's at 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. This week, Rice and Spice is celebrating the first day of summer with a Native American slow food dinner. They're also looking for main chefs for the summer and fall to showcase their food and culture. So, if you're curious what Rice and Spice is all about, you can go tonight at 6 p.m. for the Native American slow food dinner. And then you can also, if you like it there, you can consider having your own, uh, being a chef for a day. If you're interested in that, you can email Orbeck at info at yourcommunityspirit.org. You could coordinate your own meal and share your lovely food with people. Another happening, uh, the Farmer's Market. Exciting times at the Farmer's Market. Uh, happening on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon at the West Town Mall parking lot. That's on the west side of Carbondale. Um, you go west on 13, it's just past the Murdale Shopping Center. Exciting times. They've got fresh veggies, all sorts of uh, local crafts. Um, if you want to get the very best stuff at the... It's best to get there at the very brightest, earliest hours, but they keep going straight until noon with all sorts of goodies. Uh, so, once again, that's uh, Saturdays, including tomorrow, at the West Town Mall parking lot, 8 a.m. to noon. Also, 8 a.m. to noon, Habitat for Humanity. They're building houses for people who could use some houses to live in. And uh, Habitat for Humanity will be working this Saturday uh, from 8 a.m. until noon. They ask that you wear clothes that you don't mind getting dirty and wear shoes that are appropriate for construction sites. Uh, their work site is located at 406 East Burke Street in Carbondale. That's Saturday, 8 a.m. to noon, Habitat for Humanity, Making homes for people. All right. Now here's an uh, a unusual one. Why? We've gone through some of the regularly scheduled happenings, but now there's some, you know, one-time happenings. One of which is the Green Earth Workday. They're having a workday at the Piles Fork Preserve coming up uh, tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. This will be a trail-building uh, workday, so please bring gloves, shovels, Pulaski's, or Maddox. Uh, if you don't know what a Maddox is, it's a pickaxe-like t- tool with a blade. So, because they're going to be working on making trails. And they're also looking for fire or council rakes 
which is a stiff rake with a honed tines. Uh, if you have any of these things. If not, people who do have them are going to do their best to bring them. They will have water and snacks. Uh, so they will be meeting in the southern uh, parking lots at Attic's Park. So that's at 9 a.m. is when they will be meeting there. And it's uh, not that far to Piles Fork Preserve. So they'll be going there from there. So if you want more information, this group, Green Earth, is at uh, greenearthinc.org. That's greenearthinc.org. And they're, they're a pretty cool group. They have, uh, you know, nature preserves around here in this area. And it's through, uh, through a combination of donations and through the labor of people like you that these nature preserves are able to be um, protected and maintained. So once again, 9 a.m., they're meeting at uh, the Southern Attics Park parking lots to go out to Palace Fork Preserve and do some work. Sounds like a good way to, uh, to be outside and to be doing something productive at the same time. Should be fun. Now, speaking of being outside and having fun, uh, can go to an event at Giant City. There's the history of Giant City State Park and the building of the lodge. It's uh, coming up tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Giant City State Park Visitor Center. There's a special on-site presentation of the history of Giant City State Park and the building of the lodge. Um, it's coming up tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Visitor Center. Kay Ripplemeyer, author of the new book, Giant City State Park and the Civilian Conservation Corps, is going to give a brief orientation and is going to lead a tour of the lodge and grounds. So it's, a, it's going to be concluded at the Visitor Center with a reception, refreshments, and book signing. So exciting times tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Giant City State Park Visitor Center. We'll have one or two more happenings. Had a lot come our way today. Uh, next one is uh, a new new program starting up called Bitch and Stitch. Um, arts and crafts, current events, good conversation, and a great cause. What more could you want? Uh, this is a weekly crafting session. It's an informal discussion about social, political, and environmental issues. The arts and crafts created will then be sold to raise money for Guy House Interfaith Center. So it's an exciting time. You can go hang out, go create arts and crafts, talk about uh, social, political, environmental issues, and whatever else comes up. And this is happening on Saturdays at 6 p.m. at the Guy House Interfaith Center. If you have any happenings you'd like to send our way, you can email them to me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. You can also send them to the show radio, uh, the radio show address at uh, info at your community spirit. 
Org. And if or or checks that one, but if he's out of town, he'll send it my way. So that's our happenings for today, but we still have a little bit of time to talk about some news. Spooky reanimator music for the news. <laughs> Our first story, BP special of the day. Now with 100% more oil. Ah, isn't that just what you were looking for? The U.S. doubles its Gulf oil flow estimates. Uh, the United States last Thursday uh, more than doubled the estimated size of the Gulf of Mexico oil leak. Data suggesting the oil's flow could be upwards of 40,000 barrels a day. Some 1.68 million gallons... Run off a miserable day for BP in which its share price plummeted in early London trading, hitting its lowest level since 1997 before closing down 6.7%. Now, Marsha McNutts, the chair of the U.S. government's flow rate assessment team, doubled the previous flow, official flow figures of between 12,000 and 19,000 barrels a day. Quote, The lowest estimates that we're seeing that the scientists think is credible is probably around 20,000 barrels. And the highest that we're seeing is probably a little over 40,000, McNutt told reporters. So uh, we still don't know exactly how much oil is going on there, but somewhere between 20,000 barrels, 40,000 barrels, massive amounts of oil. I don't think it's exactly what the uh, Gulf ecosystem is used to experiencing. I also want to mention a website. Um, someone has pointed out there's a little bit of a grammatical error in this web address, but uh, the web address is ifitwasmyhome.com. This is a site that you can go to, and it lets you... Uh, well, first it shows how big their, according to current research, how big the oil spill is right now. Uh, the oil disaster, excuse me. Um, shows how big it is, but then lets you enter your zip code, and it shows you what it would look like if that that spread of oil was spread over your hometown and your region, <laughs> just to give you a sense of the size of the thing. So it's a little depressing, but very important and informative. Uh, if it was my home dot com. Let's see. In other news here, um, well, this is related news, actually. My bad. Embattled BP chief faces angry U.S. lawmakers. Ringed in tight security as protesters waved blackened hands, you know, black for the oil that's leaking out there, BP boss Tony Hayward on Thursday faced his first public grilling by U.S. lawmakers who lashed him over the Gulf of Mexico oil disaster. Now, that's uh, a metaphorical thing. They didn't actually get out uh, whips and lash him, uh, at least not yet. Uh, he sat alone. He sat all alone at a table as members of a key... House panel demanded he be honest and contrite and accept personal blame for BP's complacency about safety 
In sharp words, that sometimes cast the disaster as a U.S.-British cl- clash. And here's a quote. I'm sure you will get your life back with a golden parachute back to England. But we in America are left with the terrible consequences of PP's reckless disregard for safety, said Democratic Re- Representative Bart Stupak. Now that's referencing a quote that the that Tony Hayward said where he complained about he hopes this disaster ends so that he can get his life back. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. Don't have much time left, but I did want to go through one or two more uh, headlines and stories. Uh, one is resource cursed. Oil spill underscores need for Gulf area economies to diversify. In the best of times, the three states most directly affected by the Gulf oil disaster have pretty fragile economies. Louisiana, Alabama, and Mississippi all rank among the bottom ten U.S. states in per capita income. Obviously, the ever-growing oil spill isn't just wreaking ecological havoc, also threatens severe economic damage. The commercial fishing and tourism, the two linchpins of the regional economy, are obvious potential casualties. And the third is the very industry that brought the mess in the first place, deepwater oil drilling. Now, I like there's more on this on, in our email. Uh, we have an email newsletter for this show, and also at grist.org. I like the fact that the story is starting to analyze... Um, you know, the, the fact that regional economies are based on one or two very fragile things, that um, anything we can do to learn a lesson from this disaster rather than just blaming this person or that person, a lesson about sustainability, is in my mind a good thing. But we will sneak in one more positive story here, and this is about a sunny forecast. A report shows that a New York solar bill... Excuse me, New York solar bill could generate 22,000 jobs. Legislation pending in New York that would require the state to install 5,000 megawatts of solar power by 2025 could generate 22,198 jobs and boost the economy by $20 billion, according to a report released by Vote Solar uh, this past Wednesday. And the cost to consumers would just be 39 cents a month hike on their utility bills. So... Uh, 22,000 new jobs, all sorts of 5,000 megawatts worth of solar, just 39 cents per month on the bill. That's pretty exciting news. All right, if you have any news, happenings, gripes, suggestions to send our way, treesong at treesong.org is the address. In the meantime, it's summer out there. It's pretty exciting. So I hope you'll get out there and enjoy the summer. And we'll see you here next week on the radio.